You're listening to the One Small Bite Podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is your host, David Orozco, with the One Small Bite Podcast, and this is episode 84, a special edition Friday Foodcast. And in this Friday Foodcast, I'm going to take a little time to remember the year of the pandemic, the year of COVID-19, and talk a little bit about how it has impacted our world, how it impacts our lives, and of course, me personally, as well as um, the business. So with that said, I want to get back to this COVID-19 pandemic. I'm going to start with a couple of stories. The first one is of my brother. My brother uh, ended up getting COVID-19. My brother is about 64 years old, and he um, uh, developed COVID-19 or got infected with COVID-19 just after the holidays uh, in 2020 and uh, into the new year. And it was pretty scary. He uh, he had very, very, very bad fevers and had a lot of difficulty breathing and it was very challenging for him. It was very scary. At one point there, we really thought that he wasn't going to make it. And his oxygen levels drops, dropped significantly low. But thankfully, he broke out of it. And um, he is with us today. And we're so lucky and so fortunate for that. But boy, let me tell you, that was a scary moment there in, in our situation. There's also the story of my sister. My sister recently, back in January, she got COVID-19 from her sons. And uh, my sister is 56, 55, 55, I believe. And um, she also um, had a really bad situation. She had severe fevers, a lot of difficulty breathing. She couldn't get out of bed. Uh, She lives in New York. I don't know if you're familiar, but in New York, they have a situation where uh, instead of sending you directly to the hospital, they put you into some of these hotels where you are essentially quarantined and you get some level of um, uh, watch, something similar to like a treatment center, but there, um, it isn't a hospital. It's sort of like a step before the hospital, just to make sure that uh, if you're showing some severe symptoms, then they know to send you to the hospital. It's very interesting what they're doing there, um, which makes sense because they significantly had problems. If you can remember, they were at the epicenter of the vast majority of cases and deaths early on in the pandemic which I just want to say, you know, luckily for my sister, 
she too uh, was able to make out make out of it and uh, or get out of it and it was a scary situation but luckily she is better what's interesting is both my brother and my sister are still actually dealing with some aftermath from it and there's still some side effects that are going on a little bit of difficulty breathing and it, it it it's interesting there there's still some lingering effects you know, COVID-19 is not something that any of us have ever lived through. Back in March, um, our business closed its doors and we were scrambling to see what we can do with our clients and how we can help. And so we were fortunate that the insurance companies agreed to do telehealth and allowed the same coverage for most of our clients. So what we also did back in March was establish a no fee for the month of March for anybody who was interested in a consult. And we also offered a a reduced rate, a $50 consult for anybody whose insurance wasn't paying. And um, we had several people that had to um, go in that plan, and that was very helpful for us. Uh, when May came along and things started to open up again and people started feeling a little bit more la- relaxed, we, uh, we decided to continue keeping our offices closed. We still didn't have enough information uh, about the infection rate, about uh, masks, and what we needed to do. So we kept our offices closed. And then come August, I decided to... Um, release my office space, and I no longer have an office space. And we're 100% uh, telehealth. We are still seeing clients um, all on telehealth, and it's been it's been great. It's been fantastic for our clients, and it's been fantastic for business. But I'll have to say it it shadows the the devastation that that we you know we've suffered. As of this time of recording, there have been over 532,000 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic or since the time that we sort of went in lockdown and shut down. California, New York, um, all have suffered severe uh, casualties in this. And uh, there have been close friends and clients who've had family members who have passed. And I just, I mean, I wanted to take this time to say that this, a lot of this could have been mitigated, could have been managed. And unfortunately, it was so over-politicized back in the day. If there's anything that I can say about that is we really, really have to look at the importance of taking care of our society, not just ourselves. And what we can do for our brothers and sisters. One of the biggest reasons why we have had so many deaths is partly because of America's greatest strength, and that is our freedom, our individualism, our independence. And yeah, we, we, while that's such an incredible strength and it's so important to have the freedoms that we have, while at the same time, we uh, don't wear a mask because we are going to resist what somebody tells us to do. And that's hard. That's just really, really hard because 
There's so many deaths that could have been avoided. Over 54% of the deaths were white. White people, especially over the age of 50, had the greatest deaths in this pandemic. It's very unfortunate. And I just say that, you know, we could have definitely done better. And you know what? We're doing better now. Now, if you have an opportunity to listen to episode 20 and 23, I kind of gave some nice, cool ideas of what we can do to keep ourselves healthier. To me, it kind of reminds me of getting on that plane and uh, you're on the plane and the flight attendants are going over the safety features of the plane and it says, if we were to lose cabin pressure, the oxygen mask would fall out of the compartment above you. If you're traveling with a child, make sure to put the mask on yourself first. And that's always struck me in something, in a lot of what I do with my clients. And that is, we do need to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. Putting a mask on saves lives. It's so simple. The other thing that we can do is we can go get vaccinated. Those vaccines are out and they're about ready to go out to the mass population. And if you can get a vaccine, go get a vaccine. That is a super smart approach, whether you're going to get the Pfizer, the Moderna or the Johnson and Johnson, get the vaccine. There's anywhere from 60 to 90 percent likelihood of not contracting coronavirus and therefore not giving it to someone else in addition to wearing masks, man, talk about herd immunity and helping our other brothers and sisters. Again, putting the mask on first, right? So that we are then available to help others. I don't want to politicize this and say that one party is better than the other or right or wrong or needs to do things because that party knows what they're doing. Um, But I do want to say that The other thing that we can do to protect ourselves is to avoid the over-politicization of an infection like this. This is about lives. It's not about politics. We need to do what's right. Because remember, we lost brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, husbands, wives, cousins, friends, co-workers, and colleagues. We need to do what's right. When you get a moment, pause. Take a few minutes to think about all the lives that were lost and the people that suffered severely from this pandemic and the stress and the challenges that we have had and face. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and please take care of yourself. Remember, chop that diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Until next time, take care.